everybody. Today is Thursday, January 25th, and this is another episode of the Sportsbook Sharps. As always, I am your host. Uh, we got a full show today. We're going to get into the NFL recap. Got a little college football to talk about. Um, have some Oscar betting options that I'm going to get into. And we have a old man yells at cloud moment. And then we'll get into this week's games, talking about the two games left in the NFL slate. Uh, let's start with a quick recap from last week. Uh, lock of the week last week, Greg was on, and I also gave the Kansas City, I said sprinkle them a little bit of money line, and Kansas City, they were minus, or I'm sorry, plus two and a half underdogs. I said take the plus two and a half, take them to win. It hit. They won. Josh Allen loses again in the playoffs. I don't know where the Bills go from here. It seems like every year they have that team that's ready to go. They had the home game. They had fans shoveling out snow for two weeks in a row. $20 an hour shoveling that snow. I don't know what to tell the Bills. As long as Kansas City is there or the Bengals are there with a healthy Joe Burrow, they are going to beat up on them in the playoffs. I, I don't know. I, the Bills, they fired their defensive coordinator last year at the end of the season. They blamed him. Midway through the season, they fired the offensive coordinator. They blame him. The head coach is still there as of Thursday this week, uh, four days removed from getting beat. I, I don't know what the Bills do. I guess just lose. You know, they lost in the 80s and 90s, got to the Super Bowl and lost. Uh, that's just a loser franchise, and I guess they're just going to keep losing. I, I really don't know what their options are in the AFC uh, with the team that they have built right now. And it's funny, I was listening to something the other day. It was talking about how Kansas City uh, traded away Tyreek Hill a few years ago for some draft picks, got younger on defense. The Bills are one of the older teams in the playoffs, so they are not a team that is built to continually be in the divisional round of the playoffs the next couple of years, they're going to get even older and they're going to have to retool. Josh Allen's going to get even more expensive to be your quarterback. I, I don't know. It looks very bad uh, for the bills. If you're a bills fan uh, and remember you, you were just flipped. You could have been the seven seed, the bills. They beat Miami in week 18 to flip up to that two seed. They could have been the seven seed. Otherwise, so they're very fortunate that they even had any home games. Uh, and it, I, I just don't know. I think they're at their ceiling. I think their ceiling is getting to an AFC championship every couple of years. Uh, but but the Kansas City just beat them again, and they did it on the road. And Kansas City's moving on. The Bills are going home yet again. Uh, first game of the week, Houston at Baltimore. I gave you, I said Baltimore, I think it was plus nine and a half, or I think I ended up getting it. I didn't bet it right away, so I got it at ten and a half. I still bet it. Loved it. They destroyed Houston. Exactly what I said last week. Houston, you know, great season. Won a playoff game. Got, won their division. Took it from Jacksonville, who won it last year. Just an overall great season for Houston. Rookie quarterback winning a playoff game. That is definitely something to build on. Look for them to move up and be even better next year. But Baltimore is just a juggernaut. I think they're one of the best teams 
uh, in football, they're definitely, I think, the best team that's left of the four. Um, they're just absolutely crushing it. Uh, and I was not surprised at all at that game. The night game on Saturday, Green Bay at San Francisco. I was wrong here. I told you I thought another upset or another big win uh, by the home team, San Francisco. I thought they would destroy. I thought Green Bay would be happy that they beat the Cowboys the week before. I I thought, uh, you know, Love is almost like a rookie and that he really didn't start with Rodgers there. Just rode the bench for years. So uh, another team that's on the up and up and they looked really good against San Francisco. I can't believe it was a three point game. There's a lot of opportunity for Green Bay to win there uh, and they just could not pull it off. Uh, Tampa Bay at Detroit. I'm pretty sure I gave, yeah, I did give Tampa Bay there. I did not hit on that one. That was a miss by me. So back-to-back misses Saturday night and to start off on Sunday. But that's okay because my Kansas City lock hit. So you should have bet it twice. You should have bet it spread and money line. Uh, So you're still ahead. But yeah, Tampa, uh, they put up a valiant effort. But Detroit, it's just too much. I can't believe that I'm sitting here watching the Detroit Lions play in the NFC championship game. I didn't think this is a team that once not 20 years ago, even went Oh, and 16 embarrassing. What a turnaround for that franchise. And I think everything I've seen is um, all of America, except for like, obviously 49ers fans is rooting for the lions on Sunday. So that'll be a great game. We'll get into that later. And then, like I said, Kansas city just beat Buffalo again. Uh, not a surprise there at all. That was my lock last week. I will have a lock at the end of this podcast that I'll give, uh, but that's going to do it. Let's dip into college football for just a minute. I don't have much to say other than the big news of the week, Harbaugh leaving Michigan, uh, the first coach since 1997 to win the championship and leave their team. Harbaugh is fleeing the NCAA probably because he's a dirty cheat. Uh, fleeing the NCAA, probably sanctions coming from Michigan, going to the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, he was a good coach when he was in San Francisco. Those were good Niners teams. He went to a Super Bowl in the NFL as a head coach. I, I'm i torn. I, I really don't like the Chargers, LA Chargers. I don't know if I called them San Diego a minute ago. LA Chargers. I'm not a big Chargers guy. I don't, you know, that was my lock of the season was that they would have under 10 wins and it hit easily. Uh, I don't think Justin Bear is a very good quarterback. We'll see. Maybe Harbaugh won't even keep him there. They're already jettisoning uh, Kellen Moore. I mean, Harbaugh just took the job last night and already all over social media, it was talking about how Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, is looking for a job elsewhere, interviewing with the Eagles. I think that would be hilarious. Uh, given how much the Eagles uh, were saying, you know, Kellen Moore this and that when he was with the Cowboys and how he didn't do a good job, et cetera. And now they're excited to get him. Uh, I thought Kellen Moore was the problem. And now you're going to welcome him with arms wide open in Philly. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so we'll see where Kellen Moore lands. I'm sure Harbaugh is going to bring in his own person for offensive coordinator. He'll probably bring in somebody for defensive coordinator as well. Uh, just a total shakeup there. It'll be interesting to see. He didn't really grow great quarterbacks when he was with San Francisco. So 
it'll be interesting to see. I'm they have a lot of money invested in Air Bear, so it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Uh, real quick. Oh yeah, the big winners of the Harbaugh thing moving Ohio State. I can't wait to hear their fans. Oh, they're gonna talk. Oh, he cheated. Oh, this and that. I, they're going to be insufferable. Ohio State fans are already insufferable. I live in the state of Ohio, so I have to hear them all the time. O-H-I-O, they, congratulations. You can spell a four-letter word. Uh, they're already an insufferable bunch. And now that Harbaugh is gone, their boogeyman is gone from the Big Ten, they are just going to be absolutely insufferable. You're not even going to be able to stand listening to them. I know we have, there's new teams moving into the Big Ten from the Pac-12, but they think it's – they're already getting ready to celebrate winning the Big Ten now that Harbaugh's gone and their boogeyman's gone. That is the worst part of the Harbaugh thing. Him leaving gives Ohio State fans all the cachet in the world to talk about how they're going to run this conference for the near future, blah, blah, blah. Ugh, I can't stand it. Let's get into my – Old man yells at cloud moment. The anti-analytics people are driving me nuts. Now, I am anti-analytics in some areas. So baseball, I'm looking at you. I don't care about a guy's war or his verb or all these different acronyms that baseball's come up with in the last 20 to 30 years. I can't stand it. Uh, ERA plus, all these different things, whatever. You know, I'm an old school baseball person. I hate the DH. Uh, So the advanced analytics, you know, playing the shift and moving people around and all that, they don't do it as much anymore because they can't. And there's a pitch clock and everything. But I cannot stand the advanced analytics. But where it actually benefits is in the NFL. When I was a kid, nobody ever went for it on fourth and short or even fourth and medium. They never, in the 90s, they never went for it. Never, ever Uh, going for two points. That was never in consideration unless something weird happened earlier in the game and they missed an extra point and they needed the two points to even the score back up and tie it at the end of the game. Teams in the 90s, they didn't even know what a spreadsheet was. They had no idea that the numbers are saying it's better to do this in this situation and punt in this situation. They just straight up always fourth and short you punted it fourth and medium. You a hundred percent punted it unless you were down fourth and short, you punt it, you play defense and you get the ball back. That's what football was growing up. And it is totally changed. People go for it on fourth. There was what game was I watching the lions or the bills, the game they went for it. It was like fourth and five. I know the bills went for it on fourth and 10 uh, with DeMar Hamlin. And that was a really bad play. That was from their own 30, you know, whatever. But the people that are all online, people are anti-analytics. Oh, I don't know why they go for it here on fourth and two. Oh, why are they going for two? Quiet. Quiet. Like, you do not want football to go back to what it was in the 90s, where it's just every time it's fourth down, it's an automatic punt. Every time it's a touchdown, it's an automatic one. I just, who would want to go back to that? I love it. I love the advanced analytics. And it needs to be here to stay for the NFL. The head coaches that are coming in need to be well-versed in all these analytics. 
so they know exactly when to take advantage of when to go for it on fourth down and when not. And I can't even stand all these people yelling and saying that we should go back and not look at that. And just every time it's fourth down, punt it. That is such boring football. Get out of here with that. And that is my old man yells at cloud moment. All right, now let's get into a little Oscar betting. So I looked it up. There are actually six states that allow it, including the state of Indiana, who's right next door to us here in Ohio, and the state of Colorado. So shout out Wayne and Jeannie. You can bet on the Oscars this year too. Uh, I might have to make a border run to Indiana before March 10th. Uh, I'm very excited about uh, betting the Oscars. Didn't even know that was really a thing until I saw something on Twitter about the odds for best picture. Uh, it seems like it's basically uh, the main six categories. You can't bet on best costume, uh, best sound, best cinematography, things like that. It's the big ones, right? Director, actor, actress, supporting actor, actress, uh, best picture. Those are the six big ones, right? So look, I'm not ready to get deep into it. We got a lot of time in February and early March when there's nothing but college basketball really going on. We still got the NFL to talk about on this podcast. There's still three more games left in the NFL, so we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. I will say I looked at some of the odds already for best picture to warm up my betting for the Oscars. Oppenheimer, huge favorite. I I don't understand it. Minus a thousand for best picture. Uh, Poor Things won the Golden Globe for best picture. And I really think Killers of the Flower Moon is that traditional Oscar type movie that traditionally wins a best picture nomination. You can get Killers of the Flower Moon for plus 2,500 right now. I think, you know, without, I haven't watched, uh, note, I have not watched all these movies. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. It comes out, I think on Netflix or Peacock. I think it's Peacock because they seem to run a lot of ads during the Purdue games. I believe it comes out in February, like the 16th or something on Peacock. So I'll check it out then. I did watch Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, It was a movie. Uh, It was okay. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. That distinction uh, goes to Saltburn, the most recent worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Don't waste your time on Saltburn at all. Uh, but Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, it's on streaming somewhere. I think Prime, I don't know, somewhere. Uh, it's three and a half hours long. That's a long movie. Uh, it was good. It was okay. I guess I can't say it was good. It was okay. It was your typical kind of best picture nomination. Um, and then, of course, Barbie's on there. I saw Barbie. Phenomenal movie. It's never going to win. Don't even bet it. It's plus 4,000. I wouldn't bet it. If that would win, that would be absolutely shocking. Um, And then some of these other movies I've never even heard of. But again, I'll look into it more. We'll talk deeper about this in a future podcast. But I just wanted everybody to know, I didn't even know that was a thing in the United States. I thought that had to be all offshore. But you can bet it. It's on DraftKings. It's on BetMGM. It's on BetESPN. If you're in the state, uh, there's six different states. But if you're in Indiana or Colorado, you can bet it. So that is your tip of the cap for this week. And like I said, we'll get into it more in the future. Let's talk the championship games in the NFL. This week, we've got the first game at 3 o'clock, Kansas City at Baltimore. And then at 640, Detroit 
at San Francisco. First game up, Kansas City at Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, four-point favorite, and the over-under is set at 44-and-a-half. I think that over-under is a great one to take the over on. Uh, The Chiefs, you know, they score 20-plus points a game. The Ravens do as well. They both have really good offenses. I think this will be, you know, in the mid to high 20s game for both teams. I I absolutely love that over. Uh, In the Lions game, Lions at San Francisco. San Francisco, seven-point favorite. That seems like a lot. Uh, And then the over-under is set at 51.5. That is really high. Uh, I think 51.5. I mean, I know... Dan Campbell likes to be aggressive and go for it on fourth down and go for the two point conversions and things like that. But 51 and a half with that defense from San Francisco, although it didn't look too great against green Bay last weekend. Uh, I don't know. I think the under is maybe the play there. I'm going to shy away. I, I don't really like 51 and a half is a lot. I don't like either under or over on that. Uh, but for this game, I will give, uh, I think the Lions plus seven is is the play here. Uh, they've been playing it real close. You know, even the, in their wins, they're close. San Francisco looked super shaky last week. I think the Lions hold it here. I don't know if they're going to have enough to win. Depends what Brock Purdy you get. If you get bad Purdy, I think the Lions win this easily. If you get mediocre Purdy, he's surrounded by so many weapons on offense that even mediocre Brock Purdy can win this game. So I, I don't know, but seven points is a lot for the NFC championship game. Um, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking lions plus two. And then let's go back to that chiefs Ravens game. Ravens minus four. You know, I think, I think it's time for Taylor Swift to adjust to a loss. I'm sure she's going to be there. I'm sure she's going to be in the suite and I'm sure she's going to be with Jason Kelsey again. Uh, since his team, the Eagles are done in the playoffs this season. He was at the game last week. He was ripping it up in Buffalo. There were all sorts of shots of him shirtless jumping out of the suite, uh, drinking beers in the crowd. He looked like he was having a great time. Camera kind of shied away a little bit from Taylor Swift. Not as much as we're used to seeing with her. But this Ravens team, it is a complete team. I think Kansas City's receivers return to their hands of stone. I think for my lock this week, I like the Ravens minus four. I think Harbaugh is back in the Super Bowl. His brother will probably be there to cheer him on. Uh, I love it. Uh, Ravens minus four. That is my lock of the week. And Kansas City uh, does not get back to the Super Bowl. The defending champs go down in the AFC Championship. Ravens minus four. That is my lock of the week. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Good luck gambling, everybody. Good luck gambling, everybody.